podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to respond to a angry middle-aged woman who posted a message on my Facebook page, and I wanted to read it, and I wanted to retort to it. Now, I apologize again for the audio. We're almost done with the repairs here, so I can be back at the house and use the mixer. Though I did try out the mixer recently, and for some reason, the mixer ain't working. <laughs> so uh, I'll figure something out. But look, okay. So I read reviews here all the time when I get a positive review. And I haven't got any negative reviews to read, but I thought it would only be fair to read something negative. Also, I think it demonstrates quite well women's thinking. So I'm going to read this to you. Give me un momentito, as they would say in my language of my people in Mexico. Let me find this. Okay. So I got this message on Facebook. You run a bitter, wounded, masculine, piss-of-sheet rock podcast. It's hilarious. And you represent exactly what's wrong with men today. Not so hilarious. Any woman who would date you or your dedicated believers is not a high-value woman. So enjoy the bottom of the barrel. Jesus, such a piece of sheet rock podcast. Close quote. Let's read this again. You run a bitter, wounded, masculine piece of sheetrock podcast. It's hilarious. And you represent exactly what's wrong with men today. Not so hilarious. Any woman who would date you or your dedicated believers is not a high-value woman. So enjoy the bottom of the barrel. Jesus, such a piece of sheetrock podcast. All right. My first response to this is supply and demand. It's simple. If you don't like my content, don't listen to it. I don't go to radical feminist YouTube channels or podcasts or atheist podcasts, things where I, I diametrically don't believe in, in their values at all. Why would I go support them? Why would I listen to that, not, that nonsense? So if you don't like my content, don't listen to it. I think that's a pretty easy solution. Do we not think so? But you see the trolls. You see it's, it's harder on podcasts because podcasts, of course, don't have comments. But you see it on YouTube. You know, the troll types, men and women who just keep posting every day in, in the comments, trolly stuff. But they're still, they're still patronizing your content. So first of all, lady, uh, just don't listen to my content. Okay, secondly, let, let's go. You run a bitter, wounded, masculine podcast. Okay, so when we see bitter, wounded, what do we know? This is shame tactics. 
These are shame tactics. It's shame tactics. And you represent exactly what's wrong with men today. Okay, so let's look at the major tenets of the awakened men. We essentially look at optimizing your life as a man. So what does that mean? We have episodes on optimizing your financial health, getting your financial health in order, right? Saving money, not overspending. How is that a bad thing? How is that about that? How am, I, how am I representing exactly what's wrong with men today? Don't you want men to save money? Now, we know you don't because you want men to spend money on you. This is why women have no problem divorcing men and taking half the assets. We tell men to purge their early childhood trauma, to purge their addictions. Lady, would you not want to purge your own addictions and early childhood trauma? And please don't tell me you don't have any. Would you not want to get in your own financial health? We also tell men to work on their physical health because you want to have a long, good quality of life. And we know if you're in shape, you stay healthy, you're, you're more likely to have that. And that's good for your kids and your family. Why is that a bad thing? If you look at the majority of my episodes here, they're about physical health, holistic health. Would you not want to have a long, long health? Long life? So I'm telling men to improve their lot, to improve their life. Now, this lady, of course, is angry because it's mostly, she's talking about the intersexual, intersexual dynamics, intergender dynamics that we talk about. So I tell men not to date women that have red flags. Why is that a bad thing, lady? If women, and we and we know women have these channels all through YouTube, have a channel that tell other women, work on your physical health, work on your financial health, purge your childhood trauma, purge your addictions, and oh, here are some videos giving you tips on red flags to stay away from narcissistic men and uh, sociopathic men. Because we know with the cluster B personality disorders, NPD and ASPD are actually do run higher in men. Borderline and histrionic run higher in women. Either way, if a woman had this channel, she's lauded. I mean, she would get like the, the podcast Oscar award. Good for you, trying to save other women. Man has that channel, you're a misogynistic pig. Again, we talk about this on the double standards. Any woman who would date you, okay, I don't date. I'm a MGTOW monk. I don't date. I exhort men not to date at all. And I think this is why she's mad. So the real reason she's mad is that she's 47. She's in the invisible years. And deep down she knows it. So she just wants to hurt the messenger. She doesn't want to believe in sexual market value graph. She doesn't want to believe and she's in denial that she, most women, look better when they're 22 than when they're 47. She understands on one level that she's in her invisible years and she'll be there for the next 30 years. And that's going to limit her, 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 her narcissistic supply, her vanity supply, because as women get older, men just don't look at you. Again, men, how many, how many middle-aged women do you see every day and you don't remember what they look like? And she's encountering that. And certainly, I don't know if this woman's beautiful, but the more beautiful you are when you're younger, the harder the invisible years are. Because you're so used to getting looked at, getting catcalled, and so forth, and then it just goes away. It just goes away. 
and that's tough. And I've mentioned in the sexual market value episodes, sexual market value is not any indication of your value as a human being, lady. It's only your ability to parlay your looks into getting a good job, because we know there are simpy managers who will hire women just because they're pretty, just to have eye candy around, and because deep down they hope they can get laid by this pretty woman. And women use that to their advantage all the time. Women use their looks to their advantage all the time to get free meals, free drinks, like foodie calls, and uh, to, to get jobs, and so forth. It doesn't mean you're not qualified, but no doubt women use their beauty to their advantage. And men do the same. Men will use their charm and charisma, if they have it, to their advantage. But this isn't a reflection on you, lady, uh, sexual market value. Sexual market value it just tells us what everybody already knows. Women age like spoiled milk. It is what it is. When it comes to SMV, you can't deny it. Now, there are women who have an Indian summer, meaning that uh, they can still look good in their 40s and 50s, like Nicole Kidman. But ultimately, they're all going to look like grandma. And men who have options, so rich 55-year-old, 60-year-old men, don't want to be with grandma. Look at Brad Pitt. Look at the panoply of actors who, when they get that age, go younger because they can. And why do women shame them? The women who shame them are older women and fat women who are angry. But when the woman leaves a man because he's broke and she monkey branches, to a wealthier man, she doesn't get shamed for that. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's what they'll say when she initiates divorce and breaks up the family. And look, lady, if you're mad at that, look up the stats. You can Google it yourself. Women initiate divorce 75% of the time and it's 95% of all divorces. If the wife is college educated, she initiates divorce. I should say 90%, not 95. So, I mean, these are stats you can look up. So we're here to help men and to warn men that 21st century marriage contract is perilous. If you had a son, would you not want your son to know these stats? I think you would if you truly loved your son. So we're telling men to be careful. Because of no-fault divorce, which was initiated by men in the 1970s, legislators in the 1970s, a woman can divorce a man at any time. We know that to be true. We know women initiate divorce more than men. That's a fact. We also know that 85% of the time, women get the kids. That's a fact. We know that men lose the assets because typically women marry men who make more than them. And so when a divorce happens, the woman's going to get more assets than she deserves because she didn't make those assets. That's a fact. We know that women as a whole get alimony more than men do in states that have alimony. That's a fact. I'm not fabricating any of these things. These are truths. But because I tell men to work on themselves, to purge their demons, to work on their finances, to work on their health, and to be very weary and circumspect on marriage, I run a bitter, wounded, masculine piece of sheetrock podcast. So what exactly, woman, would you like men to do? I'm guessing you want all men to marry. Because there's no risk telling that to men. 
men marry, there's a lot of risk. What's the risk for you? You might get a bad seed. You didn't, you didn't choose well. You didn't vet well. You just divorce them and take your assets from them. If he ends up, worst case scenario, beating you, which of course we don't condone here, boop, 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 you're one phone call away from throwing them in jail. So here's the thing. If, if a woman had a podcast or a YouTube channel exhorting women to work on themselves and to be weary of narcissistic men, I wouldn't be offended by that. Because yes, there are narcissistic men and there's men that have antisocial personality disorder and there's borderline men and so forth. I wouldn't have a problem with that, that apostolate as we would use in the Catholic world. So why should you? Why should you have a problem with my content? I'm telling men to work on themselves. You would have no problem with women optimizing themselves. And I'm telling men to be careful of the court system because as empirically demonstrated, the court system takes kids away from men, takes assets away from men, and hurts men in general. False allegations happen all the time. I've never said that there are no legitimate allegations. I've never said that rape doesn't exist, sexual assault doesn't exist. Sexual assault, sorry. never said that. I said that there are false allegations and that a woman's word is stronger than a man's word when cops are called, look at the Duluth model. Cops have to arrest somebody. And we certainly know the court system. So why am I a bad guy or wounded man for being the John the Baptist and the voice crying out in the wilderness and telling men, just be careful. Be careful. So a lot of this is women know, and I can't speak for this woman in particular, but women know that if more men, high sexual market value men in particular, opt out of marriage, this is not good for women right? on a lot of levels. Women crave provisioning and security. That's not to say that there aren't women who can have their own career. Of course they can, especially nowadays. Women, compared to 40 years ago, certainly are more high-paying careers. They don't need necessarily that money. But what women need more than men is a relationship. Men are wired to be independent and alone. We are the hunters. We're the explorers. Women need men. And so when women hear channels like this, they worry that if enough men listen to this, and she'll say it's it's wounded, bitter masculinity, that enough men would opt out of marriage. And if enough high-quality men, and look, lady, I never said that I'm a high-quality man. I'm very honest on my podcasts about my own baggage. But if enough high-quality men opt out, it leaves a lot of women in a pickle. And I think that's what they're worried about. I'd also say, uh, woman, do you disagree with the welfare system being a major problem? That people get on it who are who get on disability who aren't really disabled, how they use the system, how welfare does in fact disincentivize work, which of course we know it does. It makes more women have illegitimate children, which we the taxpayers have to pay for. I think you would probably agree that's true. So why the anger? Why the anger? Let's strip away the words and look and dissect your words.
Any woman who would date your dedicated believers is not a high-value woman. Why is that? Because we tell, we tell men that they shouldn't pay for women on all their dates. Because you don't know if there's going to be a second date. So you don't want us to tell men to do that because you want women to be able to take advantage of men and do foodie calls. We tell men to maintain frame and to be masculine and not to tolerate nonsensical behavior. Women want masculine men. Women lament all the time that men are feminine wusses. And I agree. A lot of men are, because of 40 years of indoctrination, are effeminate wusses. So we tell men to be more masculine. That's a bad thing. Don't you want more masculine men in the world? Don't you want your children, your sons to be masculine? And then the last part. So enjoy the bottom of the barrel. So telling men to be masculine, if they are going to date, which, of course, I tell you MGTOW monk is the most prudent way for a man to live your life. But, of course, you don't want to hear that because if a man, enough men went monk, that's less women for or less men for women to predate. You think women would not respond to men being more masculine? Well, I think they would. Women want masculine men. And I tell men here to be more masculine. What you don't like is I'm stripping away the truth of the court system. I'm stripping away the truth that women have all the power in the court system. And yes, of course, there's generalizations to be made. I never said all women are bad. I say all the time here there are unicorns. But to a certain extent in podcasts, you have to make generalizations. So in closing, it's simple. If you don't like my content, don't listen to it. I am here to help men. Not necessarily at the expense of women, lady. I'm here to help men recover from divorce. A divorce, I might add, that they likely did not initiate. Statistically, that's true. Maybe in your case, the man left you. I don't know if you're divorced or not. It's none of my business. But statistically, 70% of the time, 90% of the time, college educated, I'm here to help men recover from divorce. To help them see there's a light at the end of the tunnel. To help them get their bearings. To get their finances back in order to get their physical health back in order, to encourage them not to turn to the drink and the booze. So no, I'm not doing a disservice to men. I'm trying to help men not to make the same mistake that they did before. And unfortunately, you might not agree, a lot of 21st century American women have a lot of baggage. And certainly the men too, I've mentioned before, we are a broken society because we're made up of broken people. Why are we broken people? Because we have broken families. And who broke up the family statistically more than the other? Women did. So I'm not saying this is all women's fault. Most of this is this cultural Marxism and postmodernist ideology and the decline of Christianity. But either way, I have a clean conscience. I don't feel bad about the content that I do here. I'm helping men recover from divorce, divorce that they typically didn't ask for. Men want to save their families, but with the, the, the world of no-fault divorce, these men 
can get divorced upon, so to speak, and lose a lot of things. And I'm just here to help them. And ultimately, if you don't like my content, just don't listen to it. No one's making you listen to it. And the fact that you write a content like this, and it's not in charity and kindness, reflects more on you than it does on me. I could have easily gone all crazy and ripped you apart from this, this comment, but why would I do that? It's not worth it. You expressed your opinion, and I disagree with your opinion, but I do it in a charitable way. You could have posted a comment saying, hey, Gregory, I don't appreciate or I don't, I don't think your podcast is helping men or something like that. Well, I disagree or, you know, let me come on and we can talk about things. But no, it's all insults and shame tactics. So again, this is a reflection on you. A comment like this makes you look bad. And why do you have to have such a, a primordial, visceral response with this profanity and these insults? It demonstrates what? Reactiveness, over-emotionality, and a little of the Medea complex that women have. But either way, to each his own, live and let live. I gave you the opportunity to express yourself and I retort to it and you know, I wish you well, God bless. I wish you no ill will. I don't wish anybody ill will. We must forgive others as Christ would forgive us. And you're certainly entitled to your opinion. And I appreciate you sharing that with us and just really reflect and ruminate on what I've said here. And ultimately, don't listen to my content if you don't like it. Live and let live. Guys, if you appreciate my content at all, please post an honest review. If you have an Apple product, you can just go to the Awakened Man, scroll down a little, you'll see write a review. You don't have to write anything. You can just put some stars. Also, there's a link for PayPal in the episode notes if you want to donate a couple of dollars to help defray the cost of the, the service. I'm hosting this on SoundCloud. So there's a link to Naturopathic Earth, my website. If you want to click on that and check out the articles. Also, you can see my two books on the right side of the homepage. If you have any interest in weight loss or how to keep it off, my two books can help you. I'm coming up to my 30th anniversary of losing over 100 pounds and keeping it off for 30 years. It's coming up on May 4th. It's a big deal for me. Click on the two books that takes you to Amazon. Anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission. I know it's expense to you since we're Amazon affiliates, and I don't know why we're using the collective we. It's really me. <laughs> So I get that buck 50 when you buy $50 worth of something, but still, thank you for that. And if you want to talk, reach out at Clarity FM if you want to talk. And lastly, post an honest review for The Awakened Man. Subscribe. It helps get the analytics out there so we can help more men. Stop his wedding. Save a man. Stop his wedding. And check out also Female Holistic Health Apothecary. I'm waiting and waiting for a new female host. If you know any females who would like to take that job over, let me know. And also go check out Confessions in the Movies channel. We'll find out a new episode over there soon. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Attributed to Nine Inch Nails.